We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend and you sweet soul. I'm so grateful for your energetic presence in my life today. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of the energy of Journey to Center and Empower Radio. So here's a question for you. How do you care for you? Our lives are a reflection of our relationship with ourselves. And as I look around, what I see in a lot of people, maybe most people, is that they are in deficit, that they're not... Um, their gas tank isn't full. It seems to me most people are sleep deprived and not taking authentically good and loving and gentle care of ourselves or of themselves. And you know, when we don't take care of ourselves, we start to experience challenges in our lives. And this can happen in the area of our health or illnesses or accidents or Um, we can start to just experience a lot of anxiety or depression. We can suffer physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So another thing that happens when we're not caring for ourselves in deep and authentic ways is we can start to look to other people to care for us in ways that we're not caring for ourselves. We may look to others to fill up our gas tank or make us feel good about ourselves. We can tend to give our power away. And this is not the best way to try to go about living an empowered, joy-filled, prosperous, healthy, and happy life. So years ago when I was in school, University of Santa Monica, some of our homework every week, every month, was to consider how we were going to nurture ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And initially, I thought this was a little trite and perhaps a waste of time. Today, I know it is vital, it is healthy, it is helpful, and so important in my reality. And as I have taken responsibility for caring myself, caring for myself and nurturing myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, my entire life has transformed in ways that are miraculous, that are incredible, because our lives are a reflection of our inner state. Our outer lives are a reflection of our relationship with ourselves. So years ago, when they suggested considering and then following through with what seemed to be self-care and nurturing habits on these four lines, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I didn't really even know It seemed like a waste of time. I was busy. There were things I needed to do. I needed to make money. I needed to take care of business. I needed to um, take care of others. I was doing a lot of unfun stuff in life because it's what I thought I needed to do to survive. And perhaps that was true on some level. But if we want to thrive, we need to take greater responsibility for caring for our relationship with ourselves and with source. And again, as we do, our outer lives shift in ways that may be unexpected, that may be remarkable, and again, that may seem miraculous. And 
this work works. As a spiritual scientist, it suggested just to try things on. See if this works for you. Don't take my word for it. My intention is just to open your mind a little bit, plant some seeds, and maybe you can play with and experiment with um, some possibilities, some ideas, some simple, simple practices, and to see if life starts to shift for you. So it doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be a challenge. We can do small things. And as we do, and as life starts to shift, we can start to build on those things and start to increase the momentum and start to spiral up in ways that are, again, joy-filled and pleasant and wonderful and amazing. So I want to talk to you about these different lines, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, this four-line model, and maybe give you some thoughts and ideas, suggestions, and you can just see what resonates for you. If anything here resonates for you, or perhaps it'll inspire you to come up with your own thoughts and ideas. Maybe it'll spark some sort of interest or inspiration that you may want to follow through um, in your own life. So let's start with physically. You know, again, from my perspective, most people are sleep deprived. Most people are not caring and nurturing themselves, caring for and nurturing themselves in um, in their bodies, with their bodies. So some of the things that I think are so important and helpful to consider are, are you getting enough sleep? Are you allowing yourself to rest and rejuvenate. Sleep is the most important thing we can do to heal and to stay healthy. Years ago, I felt so guilty about giving myself permission to sleep. And I ended up being quite sleep deprived. And I wondered why I struggled so much with um, getting colds and sicknesses and um, why I had accidents. I thought I was just clumsy. Um, And maybe I was, but I was also sleep deprived. And I think sometimes we get sick and we have accidents so that on some level we can give ourselves permission to rest. But what I found is if we give ourselves permission to rest before we get sick, if we can have play dates with ourselves and allow ourselves naps and allow ourselves to sleep as much as we need, we don't need to get sick to give ourselves permission to rest. If we do it beforehand, we won't have to have those crisis experiences to give us permission to slow down. So sleep, allow yourself to sleep, allow yourself to dream, paying attention to my dreams, writing in my dream journal, setting intentions for healing dreams to answer questions or just to um, have fun experiences, out-of-body experiences or to connect with friends and family of mine that have transitioned has been such a wonderful gift. When I ask people about their dreams and they, they say they don't matter or they don't pay attention or they don't dream, I feel they're missing such a beautiful and wonderful opportunity for joy and tapping into wisdom and celebration, you know. So dreams to me are really wonderful, sleep and dreams. So what are some other things that we can do to care for ourselves physically? Well, obviously nutrition is important. What we eat today is our body tomorrow. So are you getting good nutrition? Are you um, eating food that is giving you vibrant health and life? 
Um, and I like to eat lots of fruits and vegetables, but I do occasionally like to have a glass of wine or some dessert. So finding that particular balance that works for you with nutrition is so important. What I found is deprivation doesn't work, not for long, not the long term. We don't want to diet. We want to find a way of life that really works for us. So sleep, eat, and then moving our bodies, stretching, working out, dancing, celebrating being a soul in physical form, celebrating and caring for your physical vehicle with um, kindness, with respect, with appreciation. This has certainly up-leveled my um, vibrancy and vitality, my health, and um, my way of experiencing the world. So, so important to care for our physical selves. And the next line, mentally, how do we care for ourselves mentally? I thought this was an interesting thing to consider. Hmm, what does that mean? So, I think it's important to pay attention to the messages that we share inside of ourselves. What is the conversation that you're having when you're alone in your mind? We have more conversation with ourselves than we ever will with any other human being on the planet. So are those conversations and messages positive or negative? Are they uplifting or are they judgmental? I like this quote from The Course in Miracles. You accomplish so little because your mind is so undisciplined. So what can we do to become more mentally disciplined? Again, the direction of our thoughts creates the direction we go in our lives. So when I started paying attention to the musings of my mind, I was a little bit surprised at how unkind I was, how judgmental I was. Not as much with other people, although that did kind of pop up on occasion. If we are unkind uh, to, for, and within ourselves, we tend not to be absolutely adoring and loving with others. It just doesn't work that way. Although I was nicer to other people than I was to myself, uh, some of the things that would pop up in my mind were not necessarily compassionate or respectful or um, uplifting for others either. But as I've become more disciplined with my thoughts, and that has been a matter of um, practice, and creating um, an affirmation has been very, very helpful. So when my mind starts to go off in directions that aren't necessarily spiraling up, <laughs> I can plug in my affirmation. Anytime I start to notice that my thoughts are becoming negative or mm, unhelpful, I plug in my affirmation. And that's simply been about allowing a quality to come up in my mind that I want to claim for myself. And the qualities of joy or divine support or, you know, one of my favorites is I'm a magnet for magic miracles and money. Um, I am the child in whom God is well pleased. I'm living a happy, healthy whole life. You can create any kind of affirmation that feels good, positive and, and uplifting and just plug it in when maybe you're in traffic and feeling irritated or when you're standing in line and starting to get annoyed or again, when you're starting to go off on a tangent in your, in your thoughts that isn't um, helpful, plugging in an affirmation is a really beautiful way of starting to practice that mental muscle and moving it in a more positive, helpful way. And as we do this, it becomes easier. It's about creating new 
positive, helpful habits. So the next line is the emotional line. And how do we support ourselves and nurture ourselves emotionally? For me, this has been about clearing my fear, healing my hurts. And as we let go of pain, we naturally start to relax into a place of more peace and comfort within. Our true nature, our essential nature is love. And as we remove our hurts, as we heal our pain, we start to become more naturally loving beings. But as we experience life and we experience disappointments and disillusionments and betrayal, as life piles on hurts and heartbreak, we can start to build up our heart walls. It can disconnect us from our truest nature. So it's a rare adult that gets to adulthood that doesn't have a backpack full of hurts. And these hurts, again, can build walls around our hearts. And it can basically create this defensive posture in life. And a lot of this can happen in a subconscious way where we're not even really aware. So to consider, you know, do I have hurts? Do I have heartbreaks? Are there some, is there some fear here that I could benefit from maybe intending to heal and let go? And as we set the intention, life gives us opportunities to follow through. That's how it seems to work here on planet earth. What are your intentions? And as again, I was handed this paperwork to consider nurturing and caring for myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I started opening my mind to healing my hurts and coming into a more nurturing, healthy, pleasant, and comfortable relationship with myself emotionally. Life has indeed supported me with this. So something that really supported me in healing emotionally was just allowing myself to cry the tears when they came up. You know, for many years, I would say maybe 15 years, I didn't shed one tear. And I thought myself so strong. I thought myself so stoic. But in fact, it was the opposite. I thought tears and vulnerability were a sign of weakness. But vul vulnerability is actually our true strength. When we can authentically feel our feelings and speak our truth, this is how we start to line up with our soul self and start to experience more authenticity and authentic power in our lives which is really, from my perspective, the only way I want to live from this day forward. And it's something that I highly recommend. So um, I did become aware that I was holding on to a lot of hurts. And sometimes we have to unpack that backpack um, one stone at a time. My teachers would say we have to remove the cinder blocks and then the bricks and then the stones and then the gravel and then the sand. I feel like I'm rinsing out the dust bunnies these days, but this couldn't have happened had I not done the heavier lifting of some of the um, bigger heartbreaks. And we heal when we bring love and compassion to the places inside that hurt, to start to consider having compassion with ourselves, to be gentle with ourselves as we struggle and suffer emotionally, I think is such an important and helpful tool. And certainly requesting support from a counselor or a life coach or 
a healer or a trusted friend can be so helpful. We all need to be reflected back to. Um, maybe it's impossible to do healing work all on our own. Um, some of it has to be done on our own, but I think also another important piece of the puzzle is to have a good support system, to find that um, the emotional cheerleaders in your life that can hold you gently as you walk through your own process. I've had wonderful therapists, and I wouldn't be where I'm at in my life without their contribution. And now my intention is to um, be that wonderful, loving presence in people's lives as they clear their hurts. And as I hold space with love and compassion for them to bring love and compassion to their own unhealed hurts and memories and heartbreaks. So the next line is spiritually. How do we nurture and care for ourselves spiritually? This is a really important, important um, piece of the puzzle. I really believe our lives are a reflection of our connection or disconnection from that something greater. And years ago when I was hurting so much and my teacher said to me, all of our pain, all of our pain comes from our perceived disconnection from God. I wasn't sure I believed it because there was a lot of pain in my life and it looked like a lot of different ways. But as I really sat with it and as I considered my pain, as I moved forward in my life, anytime I was hurting, I would ask myself, do I feel connected to God in this moment? The answer was always no. And on the other end of it, when I was happy for no reason, just in a good mood and just feeling celebratory, I would ask myself, do I feel connected to God now? And the answer was always yes. So it became pretty simple. When I'm hurting, set my intention to connect and care for myself and my spiritual connection. And it has worked very, very well. So some of the things that I like to do to take care of my spiritual connection, to nurture my spiritual connection is pray and meditate. Prayer is talking to God. Meditation is listening to God. Just taking those moments to sit down, relax with the intention to align and acknowledge and appreciate my connection to that something greater. Perhaps you call it God, the universe, creative intelligence. There's no right or wrong word. Whatever really resonates for you is the one that I would recommend. Um, another thing that I felt that was so helpful in regards to nurturing myself spiritually was taking responsibility for my creativity. I think we're all aspects of creative intelligence and therefore creative and intelligent in our own unique ways. And at first, this was really scary to take responsibility for my creativity. I was really afraid. And as I sat with the fear, what, what was that? I had this um, sense of overwhelmment when I considered being creative. It's like I didn't know my style. I didn't know my um, way of creating. I didn't, I didn't have, I was overwhelmed by the possibilities. And what I got was just take it one step at a time. It doesn't have to be anything extraordinary or elaborate. Get a coloring book. And that was actually really fun for me to start to color. It was a way of me connecting with my inner child, which was another way of me connecting with my higher self. And today, the creativity does not scare me at all. I'll try anything. And if it's ugly, I don't care. I'll just move on to the next thing. And my teachers would say, you know, as we move from fear to love, as we move up this line of energy, not only does fear have 
less and less and less hold on us as we move closer to our connection to that something greater, we'll eventually get to the place where we look backwards and say, what was it that I was even afraid of? So the fear doesn't slow me down much these days. And um, it's such a relief. And life is certainly a lot more fun as I have learned to care for myself, nurture myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So another thing that I think is so important is just to be able to take some moments, take some time. When people have requests and want you to do things or opportunities to come about, just say, you know what, I'm going to take some time and sit with that and really consider, does this honor me? Is this a fit for me? I don't know about you, but for many years, if somebody would ask me something, the answer was always yes. I was a bit of a people pleaser and I didn't want to disappoint anybody. But I realize now in taking that posture, I was quite often betraying and disappointing myself. And then life showed up quite often as a betrayal and as a disappointment. So to take that time to really turn inwards and consider what really honors me here. What does self-love look like? What does self-respect look like? Turn inward before saying yes or making any commitments to anyone or anything. The most important thing we can do is really be discerning. Be discerning. Know when to say yes and know when to say no. This creates healthy boundaries and keeps us on solid ground within ourselves, connected to source and aligned with our own soul. And everything we want comes from that. What I really believe is when we take care of our relationship with ourself, everything else will take care of itself. I think it's so vital and so important to come into our own unique balance, to live in alignment with our soul self, to know how to deeply care for ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And as we do, as we're on this solid ground, aligned with our own soul, connected to source, life can become a celebration. It can become bliss rather than a burden and a joy rather than a torture or a punishment. And believe me, I've experienced a lot of torture and punishment, hurt and heartbreak. And simply applying some of these tools, some of these principles in healing my hurt has changed everything. I've transformed my life from the inside out. And in fact, I think it's the only thing that really works. And I hope you are on the path and doing this for and within yourself. Because what I want for you is to live heaven on earth and live a life of great love. Yes, it's my life is wonderful. I have a wonderful relationship. My health is vibrant. Um, I'm prosperous. I have horses. I have my creativity. But I want to support you. It's not going to be as fulfilling if I'm not in partnership and in relationship with my spiritual pathmates and friends. And so if you're listening to this, I consider you a soul sibling. And I'm holding your hand 
energetically and I'm your cheerleader and your advocate. And I hope you are taking good, gentle, nurturing care for yourself, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Hope you're in the process of shifting your life and transforming yourself from the inside out and experiencing the God wings, the grace, the ease, and the profound love that is here for you now and always. And I would just love to hear from you. I invite you to be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com. If you haven't already, download my free ebook about um, clearing your blocks and manifesting prosperity. It comes with a guided meditation and some exercises, some principles that um, have worked for me and I believe will work for you. Be like a spiritual scientist, try them on, see if they fit, and then be in touch with me. And share your thoughts, your ideas, your experiences. I love to hear about people's personal epiphanies and revelations. So I really invite you to be in touch with me. Also find me on Facebook or Instagram, Tammy Balashevsky. And just know that I would love to continue to dance and play and create and celebrate with you as an exquisite, beautiful aspect of the divine spiritual, your beautiful spiritual being having this human experience. And you are in my heart. You are my meditation. You are in my prayers. And I want to hear from you. So take good, gentle, nurturing care of yourself. And I hope to connect with you again very soon. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. 